I want to get a little bit uh, deeper into this story that uh, at first showed itself when I was talking to Lou at the end of the evening last night, and then uh, it blew up in media today, and it has to do with Toronto Real Estate Board, or as it's called for short, TREB, and the fact that it really hasn't wanted its members, who are, after all, real estate agents, uh, publishing the data on home sales and so forth. Now, you know that publishing is the key word here because privately, if you've ever sold a home or bought a home, the agent always says to you, well, there was one down the street that's much like yours. You know the one, it was at 417 and it sold for this much money and they were on the market for this many days, blah, 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 blah. Publishing means that suddenly on their websites or in ads or, or brochures, wherever they wanted it, uh, real estate agents would be free and now indeed are free to publish all kinds of data that TREB has wanted to keep private. Now, that's TREB. That's the Toronto Real Estate Board. There are other jurisdictions where that kind of data has been public forever. Uh, and uh, and has nobody's ever tried to keep it private. I want to understand it more, so uh, I've invited Tom Story, sales representative with Royal LePage Signature Realty on. We've spoken before. Tom, how does this hit you as a sales rep? This is something that we saw coming for a period now, and now we're going to see how Treb is actually going to deal with it. So they have 60 days from yesterday to clarify how this sold data will actually be displayed. So we've kind of, you know, as an industry, been put on hold and say, hey, don't publish it yet. Let us figure out how we're going to go about this. I think, you know, having the data and having your consumer have as much information as they can is something that I'm very much for. The only issue is that let's say you had sold your property and it had not yet closed. Your typical closing is 45 to 60 days. I wouldn't want my sold price being available before the actual transaction has finalized. That's the one thing that we're still trying to figure out how Treb's going to deal with. Well, that's that's kind of interesting because being a, a babe in the woods here, because I'm mm -hmm. I'm not a real estate maven. I'm just I'm a guy who's bought and sold a few homes in my time, but uh, I'm not you. You you have the knowledge, you have the license, and uh, you have to go out into the marketplace. The first thing that people want to know let's let's take the listing side before we talk about the selling side. The first thing people want to know is how much can I get from my house because I think it's worth. Let's pick a number: one point five million dollars. Sure. And and what are you going to say to me? You're, uh, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but um, you're, you're going to start telling me what's happened in my neighborhood. Am I right? Absolutely. Listen, this information was a step away, a call away, a text away already up to this date. The only difference now is, you know, somebody outside the real estate industry that does not have their license can now pull the sold data for themselves. But I think one thing we have to consider here is, you know, having the data is one thing. But understanding how to interpret the data is the most important. Two very different things. If I sold my condo, let's say I want to sell my condo and the, my floor plan had last sold last August, and I see that price as a seller, I say, okay, great. That's what I can get. But, you know, what they might not know without consulting professional is August was the bottom of the market, and their, their property is actually worth much more than it was at that point. So the interpretation of the data, I think, is where the difference here between, you know, professional and amateur.
Which is why uh, one would want a professional to sit down with. I mean, people who put up a for sale sign and say, hey, I'm going to save so much money because houses are worth a lot and uh, 5% or whatever you agree to is mm-hmm. an awful lot for me to give away. Uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, uh, it, it's kind of like they say about lawyers, the guy who represents himself has a fool for a client. And I think the same thing is true in the real estate game. But uh, there are people who are going to do it regardless. Why did Treb think it was so important to keep this data private? I think they were looking out for the best interest of not only the sales representatives, but, you know, the people selling their properties. And I think a lot of people don't like the idea of their neighbor just being able to find out right away, which their neighbor is going to find out anyway. Well, I was going to say, you can go to MLS or you can go to, uh, to the public records and you can access stuff. Yeah, I mean, listen, it was there. It's now just much easier for the average person that doesn't want to put in that extra effort to figure it out. Now it's, it's uh, literally a search away. So that's the difference here. I think Treb didn't like the idea of, you know, other websites using this data to profit and, and bring in more business to them. And I think they were guarding it for that reason. I think overall, listen, you, we can complain about this or we can adapt and understand that this is where the future is going. People make decisions based on data. And regardless of, you know, I, I could look at the stock market right now. I have all the data. I'm still going to call my guy to help me invest. That's well, how I look at this decision today. We're both going to do that. And, and that's why we have people who are intermediaries and who we think have value enough to pay them so that they will give us this kind of information. The interesting thing to me on this story is in discussion, actually, last night with Luz Kizas, uh, we were talking about whether or not somebody paid to amass that data, and obviously Treb does. What is Treb? Treb is an amalgamation of people like you who pay to be members of Treb, and therefore, in a in a very real sense, agents and agencies own the data or the data, and uh, and so they've been using it to their own, um, uh, uh, I guess, um, benefit for quite a period of time. This changes the rules, and, and it's absolute because it's the Supreme Court of Canada that has said, no, you gotta you got to release it. So it's going to be released, and you're right, it has to be massaged and interpreted so that it can be displayed in the right way. But um, we're, we're kind of alone on this. There are many other uh, equivalents to TREB in other cities, and very much so in the United States. I don't think uh, anything like this exists. That data has been public forever. Yeah, I think, you know, looking at the states is a great example. That data has been public for a long, long time, and it hasn't changed the fact that, you know, we know how consumers come to their decisions. And regardless of the data that's there, typically for anything that you want to buy in life, let alone your biggest asset, you're going to go to someone you know that you trust and ask for a recommendation. So I think when we go back to TREB and we pay to be on this platform and that's why they don't want the data going out there because it is information like at no point before did Treb ever force people to list with realtors, right? You could sell your home any way you wanted to. And yeah. I think that's why they were so secure on this data. And I, listen, I get both sides being in the industry, being a part and a member of Treb. I, I understand their fight and why this was a seven year fight. And but what we have to understand today is this is a decision moving forward. This is how it's going to be. And I think we're just going to have to adapt to it. I thank you very much, Tom, for explaining it to us, and uh, I wish you continued success, although being an agent in Toronto, I don't know how much of that you need me to wish you. It looks like you've got it anyway. 
Uh, thank you very much. All right. Tom Story, is, uh, he comes on, on board with us every once in a while to talk to us about the real estate issue. And, of course, the issue right now is you'll be uh, getting much more access to the data of what's going on that represents what's going on around you in terms of home sales. Uh, as uh, the Supreme Court has said, Treb must release that data. And uh, Tom, of course, is a sales rep with Royal LePage Signature Realty. Uh, coming up uh, after we take a break will be uh, our panel. And today we have uh, Reverend Sherry DeNovo and Michael Giles and Kristen Carmichael Gred. That's a great panel for a Friday. And uh, we have more than we can possibly discuss, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and then uh, as we go forward, a lot more. Former Finance Minister Joe Oliver will be joining us. We'll be talking about the uh, C&E Air Show, which takes place for three days next week over the Labor Day weekend. And uh, I'll, I'll, gee, we have the Snowbirds and the Thunderbirds performing, so we'll hear about that. A lot coming up right here on The Oakley Show. I'm Peter Sherman. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto.